Hello and welcome to the Gen Z Journey with myself, Rio Pengrice. And myself, Joe Rodriguez. And we're brought to you in association with Culinary Group Solutions. And we make restaurants and food services successful by design. So join me on this journey as we learn about the lifestyle of entrepreneurship. So hello and welcome to another Gen Z Journey podcast. Thanks everybody so much for tuning in. This week uh, is huge. This is our first uh, interview podcast that we're doing um, and we've got the wonderful Gil Rodriguez with us. So I'll get Gil to uh, introduce himself in a minute. Uh, but the objective of today is really just to for you to really get to know our guests um, and really get to know their opinions around business, get to know a little bit about their background. And we just wanted to introduce um, kind of a different dynamic into the podcast each week um, so that you don't get bored. No, I'm joking. I hope you wouldn't get bored anyway, but but just as a, a different dynamic, just to add something different to the kind of mix of content that we're creating each week. Uh, so yeah, I hope that'll do that today. So Gil, would you like to kind of introduce yourself and introduce who you are and a little bit about your background? And Sure, that'd be fine. So again, my name is Gil Rodriguez and I own a business called White Rabbit Business Solutions and a little bit about me and my background. Um, I've done a little bit of everything. I've been involved in labor, in sales. Um, I have uh, a business degree uh, that I got in college, and I've been involved in networking for about the past 12 years. Um, but I've dabbled in so many different assets or factors of business, um, I don't even know where to start, to be honest with you, and I wouldn't want to bore you with all the details. But um, for today's purposes, um, I would focus in on just the last 12 years and my networking um, skills that I've required and uh, all the experience that I've gotten. Um, I've been involved in networking groups, again, for 12 years, different kind of networking groups. I've started networking groups, um, and I've kind of become... I would say kind of a professional in the, the arena of networking and I uh, love helping businesses you know with networking and growing their businesses and there's a lot of right and wrong ways to go about networking and I try to help people um, just get better at it to where they could you know help their businesses grow um, by getting new business and, and referrals and basically in a nutshell that is um, my background and what I'm kind of involved in right now. Wow. Well, excellent. Well, I think, I think we can all tell that you run a networking business. That was a great pitch. <laughs> um, but no, no, that's excellent. That's an excellent introduction. Um, and, uh, I think it really shows the, the conscientious kind of person you are, Gil, as well. Uh, but also we've also got another person here, of course, Joe and, uh, the keen listeners will, will know that you both have the, the same, uh, uh, uh surname, so, Joe, why don't you go ahead and, and tell, the, tell the listeners how you guys know each other and how long you've known Gil for and <laughs> all of the experiences like that. Well, that's kind of unfair. <laughs> I guess I've known him all my life because he's my cousin. <laughs> so, uh, but let me tap on to the, the um, uh, add-on for Gil. He's uh, definitely one of the best networkers here in the the Bay Area, if not the entire San Francisco area. Oh, certainly. Uh, and that's, I'm sure, why he branched out onto it. Yes. Yeah, and I know that he's been on head of boards 
with the uh, networking also. So he kind of cut himself a little bit short back there. So I just wanted to add that in for you, Rio, uh, for his expertise. Yeah. And I can, yeah, I can add to that. You know, I can second that. I haven't, I haven't met Gil many times. I met him um, at one of his networking events that he was hosting. Uh, it was about, I want to say it was about a month ago now. Correct. But, uh, yeah, certainly, certainly I can second the uh, opinion there of Joe. It was a really well-run event. It ran super smoothly. It, I knew exactly what to expect when I was arriving. It, you know, it was, it was an excellent event. Um, so, so definitely uh, credit to you credit to you there Gil but uh, let's let's dig a little bit more into that past kind of experience you said you've had you've been 12 years you've been running this this uh, white rabbit business solutions is that correct yeah Um, well actually the white rabbit uh, business is just uh, begun I launched officially in January Um, but I okay but I've been involved in a lot of different networking groups over the past 12 years and even started some some different kinds of networking groups. Oh, wow. Okay. And so what kind of... That definitely makes him an expert. <laughs> I would say so. I would say yeah. so. So, um, so what kind of got you initially into that idea of networking, getting involved in the networking groups? What, where did you see the value there? Well, uh, when I first got involved in networking... Um, I was in a sales position and it was a new industry that I was in. I was in the insurance industry and new to sales and somebody invited me to this networking group um, and it was situated where they met every week and there was only one person allowed from any given profession and um, everybody got to give their elevator speech and you know, the different business mm-hmm. owners referred business to one another. And that was basically the premise of the group. Um, but, you know, it to me, it, it just seemed a little narrow-minded because there only was one per- person from each profession. So the group fluctuated from anywhere from about 20 people to about 40. Um, some people just felt like they weren't getting the value out of it and would leave. Um, some people you know, were in it for years and they, they kind of almost exhausted their welcome, I guess you can say, and they really weren't getting much um, out of it. But I'd been around those type of networking groups for a lot of the years and learned a lot, um, you know, how to, how to just refer business to one another, how to interact in, in mixer type of settings um, and things like that and got to learn a lot of different types of businesses and, and how they're run and operated. Um, but for the most part, that's the type of networking I had been involved with for most of the 12 years until White Rabbit. And I wanted to kind of change it up and do something different. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I was literally just about to ask you about, to be honest, because um, that's really interesting. It's, it's a discussion that actually me and Joe had. Um, and Joe, I'll, I'll bring you on on this in a minute. Uh, but yeah, like you were saying, what strikes me about those initial kind of networking events that you were attending is they seemed really, really uh, transactional, right? It was what can I give you and, and what can you give me quite literally in business? Um, whereas the event that I attended with the, the White Rabbit, 
seemed a lot more about relational you know you know how can i build a relationship with you how can we be how can we be friends how can we do business together but how can we actually just help each other um and joe that was i'd like to bring you in on this that was a huge thing you kind of highlighted as something that you go into a networking event to try and do but also something you felt very comfortable doing in that setting and how it had been set out so so why don't you speak a little bit on that, Joe? Yeah, absolutely. That's a big comfort zone for us. And uh, going into something like that, again, you're you're building relationships. You're learning about the other person. The more you can get the other person to talk, uh, and they will bring more value out. Because then if you turn it on them, they'll talk, and then you'll find out how you can help them. Just not, here's my business card. Um, more you learn about them, then they'll start to have avenues where you'll say, you know, I could, I could help you in that way. Or I've got a colleague that would be very interested in uh, being able to help you. So, and I, I definitely think that, uh, Gil, you can chime in on this. That's, that's where you come along. You had said, mentioned just a minute ago of how to bring something different to the table, not just a, a referral. And I think that's built because you're trying to build relationships through these, uh, through these people and the, through these businesses. Right. Yeah, Gil. Yeah. And you know, and with me personally, um, I've always liked helping business owners out, um, almost more so than I liked helping myself out. Um, and, and it's just something that I'll, I vouch, like to I'll do. vouch for that. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was ending up happening is, you know, I was learning about all these businesses and I was making connections for these business owners with other business owners or with people that needed their, their service. Uh, so I, I was mm-hmm. kind of becoming the matchmaker, I guess you can say. And some people have, re- have referred to me as such. Um, so with this white rabbit, I wanted to change it where, um, I kind of was the matchmaker where I'd sit down with these business owners, learn about them and their business and how I can help them and how I could connect them with other business owners to help promote and help them grow. Uh, so with the white rabbit, what it is, is it, there are no weekly meetings. There's not all the pressure of producing referrals, um, or attendance or anything like that which were all the the things that people didn't like about those traditional networking groups. So with White Rabbit, it's more about the mixers and me bringing together a a lot of business owners and making the connections there at the mixers, but I'm also doing it offline outside of the mixers also uh, for the members of White Rabbit. So it's just making connections, but it's in a way where it's fun for the business owners and there's not all that pressure that's there and it, it's in an atmosphere that that's light and fun and and it's easy you know to make connections cuz i'm doing a lot of the connecting for them you know if that doesn't sound like a win win i don't know what is exactly i was <laughs> just a, just about to, you took the word right out of my mouth jess i mean it sounds absolutely excellent the transfer of value that you're getting from from that kind of business and being in the environment of gill is is just incredible i mean 
yeah, I definitely felt that environment at the event that I was at. Um, I wasn't actually aware that you were doing it outside of the event as well, which is even more amazing, you know, um, properly really being that middleman and really and I th- kind of uh, connecting people. Right. I think that was part of the excitement. You could just walk into the whole place and it was a different it was a different tone. And I think that's he's created that. And that's what you felt when you walked in. You wanted to. And then once he creates that as a baseline, that's that's what every person's doing for each other. There's they're seeking out more, and I think he's got uh, just just gold there. Uh, it definitely proved itself that night. Yeah, Rio. Absolutely, I, I would definitely agree with that. And so let's move on. So you said about the kind of the initial. We we spoke about some initial kind of influences on you in terms of. Uh, the events that you were attending and and kind of what you liked about them, what you didn't really like about them, what you wanted to change um, and how you kind of just seemed to go into that role naturally. But what were some perhaps maybe some key individuals that influenced that journey for you? Was there anybody in particular that kind of came along and, and you thought, oh, I could be more like them or I could, they've really influenced me in some way. Is there anybody that did that for you? You know what? I, I honestly think that um, it was more than just one person. It was really a lot of people that were in that traditional type of networking role. Because uh, when I first got around them, I was super impressed by them. And I thought, wow, this is this is awesome. Um, but after being around it for so many years, um, you, you start getting... Um, you start getting tired of it and you kind of almost, like I said before, you almost feel like you, you wear out your welcome where you've kind of exhausted the group and um, there's not much more there. So then, you know, what are you supposed to do from there? And then there's not a whole lot more options out there to go to. Um, There's other ones that are out there that are all kind of set up the same, um, but they're just a little bit different. I don't really know of any other group that does, White, what White, White Rabbit does. And the, the special thing about White Rabbit is, is during these mixers, the people in attendance, I know pretty much every single one of them. So I know them and I know the business that they do. So the fun part about it is I'm perpetual motion at these mixers, you know, constantly making connections live there at the mixers for these people. Um, so yeah, so offline, you know, I, I do that. And it's usually when I first get to know them because I'm automatically starting to think of people I'd like to connect them with. Um, but then at the mixer, it's, it's fun because everybody's just meeting everyone. And uh, it's a lot of like-minded people uh, that are getting to know each other and that want to help each other out. And, and they understand that that's the yeah. premise of it. So it, it works. And, it, and it, you know, I have that tagline, you know, it's networking made easy. And I try to make it as easy as possible and fun for everybody. Yeah, 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 definitely. And it it quite literally is networking made easy, definitely. And fun, and fun. (laughs) That is true, that is true. I was going to just say, in the the traditional, um, these traditional networking groups, you know, it almost becomes a chore because, you know, you you wake up and you say, oh, I got to go to this meeting again. And your attendance is, for the most part, required. So you really kind of don't have a choice. And because you feel pressured to produce referrals because everything's tracked in a lot of these meetings, um, you start to, you know, begrudge the fact that, you know, you belong to this thing and you have to go. 
So yeah, this yeah. is yeah. just just an alternative to all of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And a good alternative, a great alternative. I like to think so. Certainly. <laughs> well, we we'd certainly agree with you, and I think anybody that does attend um, would would definitely agree. Uh, but Gil, let's go then on to we've spoken about kind of the principles of of what you build your business on, which was just is really nice. But then, kind of in a time like now, where it's is pretty challenging, obviously physical networking events and meeting up is is not feasible. How are you? kind of you you said you did stuff behind the scenes anyway but how are you kind of going about that now what's how how is your business changing at the moment to deal with the current measures you know give us a little insight into what you're doing to really cope with this this big change at the moment well honestly i'm just trying to stay connected with everybody but more so than that i'm taking it upon myself um to take the business into different directions um maybe more in line of doing some coaching um, that can help funnel the businesses to White Rabbit. Um, so it's been more of a self-awareness and, and just time where I can study more of what's out there and how I can improve myself and improve the business um, so everybody wins. Um, and one other thing I'll add to that is, um, you know, it's, it's allowed me the time to study up on some of the um, the chambers of commerce is that I belong to. I'm a big proponent for them. It's one of those things that I said before, you belong to these networking groups and it's very limited to being one of any given profession. Whereas a chamber of commerce, you're introduced to a broader audience. Um, and I currently belong to four chambers of commerce, soon to be five, where all the people that are in White Rabbit can go to these mixers and it's just a broader audience for me to connect and for them to get business at. So I guess basically to answer your question, I've just been using this time um, just to work on my game and, and just try to get a bigger audience for the people in White Rabbit um, to expose their business to. Oh, that's amazing. And wow, so so much, so many questions for me have just come out of that hugely. Um, so firstly, kind of just it, it really, and I want to just take a minute to really comment on this. It really amazes me, Gil, how... And, and Joe, I've been speaking to you a lot about this and, and people can, um, on our next uh, next week kind of theme of our podcast is going to be on this adapting to change. So this is a nice little segue into that. Um, we're talking about, you know, adapting to change and everything. And Gil, you speak so positively about it. You know, you 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 say you're using this time to build out um, the audience for your for your network and everything. And you, you just you're so self-aware, but I don't think people really appreciate actually how much motivation, how much discipline that really takes someone to do is to be so self-aware about how can I alter my business? How can I, like you said, go into coaching? It really takes a lot of self-aware and motivation to do that. And so what what motivates you so much about the business, apart from obviously you want it to remain as a business and, and be doing well as a business, but what motivates you so much to be so invested in it and really provide so much value for people? You know, I honestly think that my motivation lies from my own experience. Um, you know, I've been where a lot of these business owners are as far as just trying to grow their business and promote it that um, I know firsthand what I would have liked to um, been able to experience 
as an alternative to what's out there. And I think that's my motivation because I do want to help people out and I want to get the word out to as many business owners as I can as to, you know, this experience because um, I honestly think this experience is so much better than, than what's out there. And there's so much of that old mm. traditional type of networking um, out there that, you know, this is fresh, it's new, it's fun, it works. And um, yeah, and I just want to help as many people as I can. And I just think that's my own motivation because I've been there and I've done that and there really wasn't anything for me until now. So, you know, I pass yeah. the word and, and, and it's a lot of confusion. I mean, a lot of business owners don't understand it and they scratch their head because they can't relate to it because there's nothing out there like it. So I, I think that's just my motivation is that I just really want to help as many people as I can. Yeah. 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 You know, let me add to that, uh, Rio. In our uh, talks before, especially with entrepreneurship, uh, it becomes a lifestyle. Lifestyle becomes passion. Passion becomes wanting to help people. He is so focused on how can I help you? How can I improve your business? That, that That's the target right there. And just by doing that, that's the motivation that comes pushing them like a steam engine all the way through. Yeah. And it's just, you know, how can someone not be happy? Especially, uh, Gil, I've seen uh, big successes and, and you've even helped uh, our businesses. Uh, and by doing so, how can you not have satisfaction out of that? With satisfaction out of that, that comes the motivation. The motivation becomes a happiness and then it becomes a lifestyle. So that's what I would like to add to that. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. And that's true. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think um, I think that's huge for people, for people just to understand how you are so motivated to provide so much value for people and really help them. Um, because as well, I, I, I want to say kind of what you get out of it as well. It's like, okay, there's financial aspect to everything, of course, but more so by the fact of you providing so much value and help to people, you must feel great kind of every day getting up and doing that, but also just then seeing the success of others, right? Absolutely. You know, and the thing is, is that like any startup business, you know, you're not in it for the money. And a lot of times the money isn't there and, and it comes over time. And really, this is no different. Um, I, I think honestly, right now, I get paid more in just the self-satisfaction of being able to help these business owners than anything else. Mm. And I know the money will be there, you know, down the line. But to me right now, um, the focus is just on helping people and just getting the word out because the rest will take its place. You know, let me add to that right there. When you help somebody, you just can't even put a price tag to it for for the for the greatness that you receive there, Gil. So, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. I, I that's I mean, that's that's absolutely huge and I think it shows what kind of people both of you guys are, but yeah, particularly Gil as the guest today shows shows kind of how outgoing um you really are and, and how much you really believe in your in your business and and what you're doing, which is uh which is really powerful. But I want to touch on a, a couple more things before we end here. So firstly, I'd like to, you mentioned obviously that White Rabbit has been going um, for only a little time now and you're kind of, you still feel like you're in that startup kind of process. So what has that experience been like, you know, to really start up, to be really be on it? Oh, sorry, I can't speak. To be really on that entrepreneur journey. Um, what's that experience been like and, and what are some key points that you could give people on that? 
you, you know, it's funny because um, to feel complete ownership of this thing and, you know, to have my thoughts in line where I want to take this thing, um, you know, it's just, it's so motivating and it, it's just so empowering um, that, you know, I really just want to share with everybody. And the thing is, is to have total control over something like this, it's nice because all those years being involved in networking, you know, it was always laid out for you and all these rules you had to follow and do all this stuff. Whereas with this, um, because I'm just starting out, I know what the path is that I want to take, but that's not to say that I'm closed minded about it. And I'm not looking, you know, to make the thing even better, you know, with, with every passing day. And, and really back to your other question, I'm using this downtime right now to try to make it better than mm. what it already is. Mm. Yeah, that's, that. that, that, that's a true entrepreneur because he's designing his skill and then going to turn it into reality. And again, if you notice, uh, Mr. Rio, what's he doing? He's taking action on his thoughts yes. and turning his dreams into reality. Only by what? Action. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's living proof. It is. It is. And the other thing, too, is I think it helps not being closed-minded where, you know, you have this thing that you want to put out there and it's kind of the end-all, beat-all because that's definitely not the case. I think part of the problem with that traditional networking is, is they were never looking to adapt um, because they were such, you know, a, a great thing. And for so many years, they didn't feel like they needed to change. And the thing is, is that everything changes, technology changes, everything that comes along with any kind of business. And I think the thing is you have to keep open-minded and look for change you know, and incorporate it. Cause I, I think that, you know, like any business, you know, a business needs to grow and adapt, you know, to the environment. If you're not moving, you're not, you're not growing. So absolutely. And I think, I think Gil, you've just provided a, a perfect little pitch for uh, the value of our next week's series of, of episodes on adapting to change. Cause it really is that the, the fact that when if you own a business or you're involved in in any business really is it's not kind of if you're going to have to change it's when you're going to have to change couldn't agree more done with open arms right gil <laughs> um and so the final kind of points i want to get up onto is uh just some advice that you'd give to people actually attending networking events um, and kind of some advice around that. What would you suggest to them would be some kind of good things to do, how to get the most value out of the events? Um, and, and yeah, just, just take us through that a little bit. So, you know, there's pretty much a common thread throughout the networking world. And I think it's a very important point for people to understand. And the thing is, is that you need to mm. give to receive. And, you know, when you're when you're helping another person or another business, um, the thing is, is that they want to return the favor. They want to reciprocate. And I think that's really the fundamental key behind any successful networking endeavor, whether you're at a mixer, you run into somebody at a supermarket, whatever. Um, if you help them and it doesn't necessarily need to be a referral, it could be anything. Sometimes you're helping them just by listening, you know, to them. Um, whatever it is, 
but when they know that you're being true and you're being honest and forthcoming, um, people pick up on that and they want to help you in return. So that's my key to any kind of networking. Gil, that was very well put. Uh, and if that could be a golden rule for everybody, uh, and which it, you know, you're creating that atmosphere, uh, it's just going to explode because that's that's how you build big momentum with that because everybody's on the on the same page and um, and really you know it, it will just keep on going and going and going and especially once you have a mindset like that and then uh, it's just catching on like wildfire so totally agree and I think that's only the cornerstone yeah. I mean there's so many do's and don'ts that have to go with networking that I mean you would have to have a two-hour show for me to talk and discuss all of it, <laughs> but there's so many and people just don't understand that. So that's another, the, one of the things I want to get out there too. So, so Gil, when, uh, when, when you were at, uh, uh, a mixer, let's say 10 years ago, and this was all going through your mind, it had to have started way back when, you, when you went to your very, 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 very first mixer, because it sounds like, what you saw value in, what they weren't giving, you already had this this company in mind because it sounds like everything they didn't hmm. do correctly, you wanted done correctly. And that sounds like what led you to today. Am I right? Yeah, I think probably after the first few years, I mean, the first few years, you're just growing and learning and, and just understanding this whole thing. Um, but I think after the first few years, then you just start thinking, well, what if it was done this way? Well, what happens if we got rid of this part? I mean, there, there's the motor starts running, and you just think of all kinds of different ways to be more efficient and to be more effective, you know, in, in this, right. this arena of networking, for sure. And, and when you have those thoughts, they turn into a little bit of anxiety, excitement, passion. I would say all those, right? Uh, especially when... Especially then when you can throw them into play and then you can see the whole room doing it. That's got to be exciting. Yeah? Absolutely. I always think that they're exciting. I, I never felt anxious at a mixer. Um, you could have me go to a mixer and I don't know a single person there and there are going to be 200 people and, and I would be just fine. Um, you know, the, the thing is, is that you just have to be genuine, be true and, you know, the thing is, is that just be genuine as far as wanting to help people out. And I think the rest just takes care of itself. No, definitely. Definitely. Yep. Absolutely. And that, yep. and as some, as, as something Joe always tells me is that people like doing p business with people, right? So the more personal you can be with someone, the better. Yep. And people that you like, right? Yeah, certainly. Yep. People that you, yep. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, Gil's going to take it from the like, you know, people that... You like, and yes, you'll do good business that you like. But I think he's going to take it to the level of people that you love. I mean, this so much excitement went to like to love. I yeah. got to just love this to make that happen. So, an excitement. <laughs> people pick up on all of that. Yeah, some people will be listening um, from a business aspect, aspect, and they'll be thinking, oh, kind of time is money and everything, and, and building relationships is great, but do I really see the return on that? And something I wanted to touch on, and, and something that Joe actually opened my eyes to at the 
the networking mix, mixer we were at is rather than going in there and trying to be transactional and kind of, oh, I'll give you some of this business if you can give me this business, actually going in and building relationships with people and really trying to provide yeah, value. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. I mean, you got to have the relationship um, first. And, you know, a lot of times, as an example, I'll use a financial planner as an example because the thing is, is that you're not going to want to do business with just anybody in the financial planning world. You need to know and like them, and more than anything, you have to trust them because you know you're you're putting your finances in their hands, and and to me that's the the pinnacle of you know having that relationship with somebody in the business world, and if you have that type of relationship with everybody, um, you're going to be good. Because you, you got to have people that, that know you and like you to do business with you. Very, very good analogy. That was perfect. That was right on the money. Oh, financial. Get it? Right on the money? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness me. Well, I think that has been absolutely amazing. I thank you so much for, for coming on, Gil. And if you want to kind of just let let the listeners know where they can find, like if you have a website, if you have social media, let them know where they can find you and go along to a networking event if they if they desire. I would 100% recommend going along to, event, to, to an event and just really building some relationship with people, meeting Gil himself um, and having a conversation because, yeah, like, like you've heard on this pod, podcast, he's a really personal kind of likes building the connection really wants to just provide you with value so uh yeah just take it away Gil, and, and let them know where they can kind of find you yeah so the easiest way really is just to look up white rabbit business solutions.com and uh you could track me with that i'm on facebook um instagram my website yeah white rabbit business solutions.com is probably the easiest way Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, that, that is that is fantastic. And we'll we'll also um put a post up on our Instagram page and, and get people to kind of so you know so they know where you are and we'll we'll let them know. Um but yeah, excellent. Thanks thanks so much for coming on, Gil. We really appreciate it, of course. And uh and we hope to see you again soon in, in some way or another, whether that be at another networking event. That's great. And you're always welcome to come. Thank you very much for your time. And yeah, thank you. Thank you so much again. So Joe, why don't we end it how we always end it? Cheers, Cheers for, now. for now. As always, head over to the Instagram and Facebook at Gen Z underscore journey, where you can get an inside scoop of what's going on behind the scenes, as well as seeing the exciting guests that are coming on for that week. But above all else, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate all your participation, and we're excited you're on this journey with us. See you next time.